Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Squat Cobbler. I am Dr. Mike, and joining me as always... Hi, everybody. This is Kelly at K-E-L-L-Y-T-H-U-L on Twitter and Instagram. Now, before we go any further, this is a good time to mention to everyone you should like, subscribe, turn your notifications on, sacrifice a goat in our honor, whatever it is you need to do to make sure you're getting this podcast week in and week out. To Bog Panda. Subscribe and subscribe to Bog Panda. Search YouTube for Bog Panda. Bog Panda. <laughs> so don't worry, everybody. This is not a Kelly episode this week. So although obviously it involves Kelly as always, but it's not a Kelly episode in the sense of we're not going to be tackling any controversial subject matter as Kelly is wont to do when he tends to lead us down those dark and murky waters. No comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I left it open there, but no comment. Oh, no All comment. Right. <laughs> so today we decided to make it a little wholesome and family friendly. Kelly is doing some some projects, some home projects. I'm going to be starting one myself, and we thought it would be good to share this with you guys, with the squatties, what we're doing in our quarantine time. So Kelly, do you want to kick things off and kind of start with with what you have going on at the homestead? Sure. Yeah, and it'll it'll ultimately be a multimedia presentation where. Mike and I are going to try and shoot some video as well on each of our projects. And when we get done, maybe put something together as some video content for the channel as well. The the Bog Panda YouTube channel. So hopefully we can do that as well. Bog Panda. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so I'm happy to start on mine. So the way my backyard is kind of set up, I didn't have like this huge section that I could dedicate to a garden and have a garden proper. So I built some raised beds over a period of time. And as I continued to increase the different things uh, I wanted to grow and lost certain beds to horseradish and rhubarb that just basically took a whole bed out of commission because those are super invasive. I needed a little more room because I want to uh, grow a lot of peppers and do different kinds of hot sauces and all that good stuff. So there's one nice section that I could do it at, but it's kind of on the edge of a fence and I basically need to build a retaining wall. So never built a retaining wall before, <laughs> and so I'm going through the, the process of that, digging the trench, putting in the paver base, putting in the gravel, beginning the very character-building process of putting down the initial pavers and trying to get them level. And the good news is, off to a, off to a pretty good start, I've got the entire trench dug. Got a little bit of gravel and stuff down and did kind of a little test to see how things are going to go out. And uh, probably multiple more trips to get all the uh, pavers. I think it's going to be, when all said and done, about a 100 paver project to get the entire retaining wall up. So doing that in chunks. Uh, and uh, we'll be bringing kind of 25 pavers back. Keeping my social distance when I buy my pavers. And continue continue that on. And every inch of my body hurts today <laughs> as I got done digging the trench and lugging some of these 40-pound bags of gravel and such and all the pavers and all that. So not a bad, not a super hot day today. A little unpleasant towards the end, but uh, that's the, the project. And I've put a couple things up on, on Facebook and all that. We'll include one of the pictures in the blog post. That's my big project. Very nice. I mean, you are definitely more of the, the traditional man than I am, sir. I can't do anything around the house. <laughs> I am excited and share pictures with people when I accomplish the smallest task. I sent this to Kelly, to, to Vex, and to my father when we moved into the current bunker. And maybe that's what we should call these segments, like this old bunker or something like that. There you go. Because <laughs> it is quarantine. <laughs> so, uh, but we moved in here. There's, there's a large shed and a small barn. 
on the, the property here and so, uh, someone came in and they they put up the hooks to hang a ladder then someone went out and purchased the ladder and brought it to the barn and sat it down there i lifted the ladder onto the hooks and was incredibly proud of myself took pictures and sent it to everybody <laughs> I, re- I remember that very well it was straight that ladder was hung straight it wasn't like on two different rungs it was a crooked <laughs> Right where it needed to be. <laughs> Again, just to be clear, didn't put the didn't put the hooks to hang the ladder, didn't purchase the ladder, didn't carry the ladder, just lifted it onto there and was incredibly proud of myself. That's my level from before we get into into mine. Like that's the baseline, just so everybody understands. But the stuff that you're doing, and you posted some stuff about other home projects you've been working on. It's always very impressive to me because, you know, my level is lifting a ladder. Well, and we're going to get to yours in a second. You're you're entering a whole new phase <laughs> with your with your next project, so that's going to probably put put you to the test a little bit more there. But yeah, it's um, it's a mine's been an interesting start. I'm a little irritated that I feel if I get the brick level one direction, that's a win to me. But unfortunately, not only does it have to be level, so like when you're looking at it, the the top of it straight, but it has to be level on both axes so that it's actually flat. So I'm doing pretty well on getting the left-right level, and I'm good there. The front-back level, I'm occasionally going, ah, it looks close enough. <laughs> and I'm moving on to the next one, but <laughs> we'll see. The problem is, is shortcuts on the bottom row, will you'll pay a price on a couple rows up. So we'll, we'll see how things go, but so far so good. You are doing a little more than hanging a ladder. Your plans are to do a little bit more than hang a ladder with this, your project. So <laughs> why don't you share with yeah. the squatties a little bit about what you got going on? Uh, so for just to give a little backstory for anybody who is familiar with my band, uh, we have an old music video called bitter and in that video you see the video we were at that time we had a sponsorship deal with a, an alcohol company uh, we don't have a deal with them anymore so i'm not going to mention their name you can go see in the video but at the time we were sponsored by them so their their bottle had to make an appearance in the video and they paid us mostly in alcohol so i'd pretty much made it at that point in my career so we had to show off their bottle i had uh my grandparents who mostly what little raising of me was done as a kid was done by my grandparents. And uh, they had this old antique bar liquor cabinet contraption thing in their house. Well, I guess it wasn't an antique when they bought it, but it's an antique now <laughs> that they had there. So it, it's actually in the video. If you go and watch the video, it makes a couple of brief appearances in the background of shots of someone pouring themselves, the character in the video, the Little Red Riding Hood character, this woman who's doing research in the Little Red Riding Hood. And then, you know, finds herself immersed in that world, pouring herself a glass of absinthe, which was our drink of choice. So you can see the bar in the video. Shortly after that, it was stolen from me, the bar. Uh, Someone who had access to where I was living at the time and had a drug problem, stole it and sold it to somebody for drugs. I eventually was able to track it down and get it back. It took a couple of years, but I was able to get it back after some careful, gentle, (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah so let's 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 play that conversation live for the squad he's here you're, you're, you're knocking on the door of the, the drug dealer who takes furniture for payment i'll play the i'll play the drug dealer who takes furniture. there's a knock on the door what do you want well hello good sir it seems you were in possession of a piece of furniture of mine i would very much like to have that back get stuffed man <laughs> You got an end table for me? <laughs> I have this beautiful Ikea lamp, which I could trade you for. That's awesome. Deal. <laughs> and that's kind of how it went. That's that's pretty much it. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure at this point we're way past any statute of limitations, but I'm still going to go with that's how it went. <laughs> Needless to say, they <laughs> opened up their garage, proceeded to empty it all out, and there it was, stuffed into the back of their garage, and it had been beaten to hell. Uh, in the process of doing that. So there are deep gouges out of this thing. I sent Kelly a couple of pictures, but that's not even anywhere near the worst of it. I mean, you've seen the video. It was in fine condition before. Um, so I don't know if it happened in the moving, if it happened when they packed it away or whatever happened at their drug den. Uh, but it, it took a beating and I still use it, but I mean, it looks bad now because of everything that's happened to it. And it's something that's always not sat well with me, not just because it was stolen from me, which angers me a great deal and the whole <laughs> lengthy process of getting it back. But it was something that I remember from my grandparents who really went out of their way for me as a kid. So it's something I've wanted to, to restore for a long time. I've looked into it. The cost of paying somebody to restore it is exorbitant. And especially now that we're kind of trapped inside, it, it seems like a non-starter <laughs> in a lot of ways, especially when there's a lot of other projects need to get done around this property here. We need to put a fence up. We need to paint things along those lines that are going to take time and money to do those as well. So I've been watching a lot of videos on YouTube and kind of getting an idea of at least what I need to do. I'm not physically prepared to put this. <laughs> it's even though I don't know how to do these things, this seems like a simple process and I'm not downplaying people who do this. I just mean simple process in the sense that I am technically capable of doing it. <laughs> not prepared for the amount of work and time, though, that it's going to take. But I, I can technically do this. It's not like other things where I watch it and I know. I'm not able to do that from a technical standpoint. This is filling a lot of the deeper gouges, coloring everything, then staining everything a couple of times, taking it all apart first, of course, and putting it all back together. So it's just a lot of work and a lot of stuff that I've never done before. So I'm really diving into the deep end here, but I decided I'm ordering all the materials. And one of the things that really pushed me to do it now isn't just the whole quarantine situation. There was another project that I was looking at that I sent Kelly, which was a person who had made a portable rugged gaming system and i sent kelly the video associated with that did you have a chance to check that out sir i have not apologies for that tell me a little bit about it <laughs> um so the the person got a waterproof like hard shell case this used for carrying like drones and things like that or delicate equipment but apparently this brand in particular uh, is really popular for drone enthusiasts and Basically, what they did was they ripped every, all the guts out of this case out, installed a monitor into it, a battery pack, and a Raspberry Pi that they could run games off of, making it like a portable gaming system that's durable and rugged for taking on trips with you or playing outside and different things like that. I'm sorry, Mike, and it's it's probably the pavers talking, but <laughs> I, I did watch that. But... <laughs> But as I mentioned, every part of my body aches right now, <laughs> and I'm just I'm recovering. But now, as you start to say, "Oh yeah, that sounds super." Yeah, I did watch that. So sorry. <laughs> so that kind of like, obviously, I was thinking of like the the tiny humans and how this would be a benefit to them and to myself, of course. But how they would enjoy that, and I was like, "Yeah, let me do like a test run first because I've done other Raspberry Pi based projects. That's more in my wheelhouse, not like physical labor stuff." So I was looking into it and I was looking at the cost of different things. And as I was going through the list, because I was like, all right, how do I knock down the cost or make this something we could do together? Because like the case is cool, but I can't really do that with them because there's some cutting and soldering and things like that involved that I don't trust them. around. So one of the things I was thinking is like, well, you could hang a lightweight monitor on almost anything. And there's, you know, these other things. And around the same time, I was thinking about, you know, doing the staining and, and taking care of things with the bar. And I was like, what if I combine these? There are two like heavy duty doors. 
at the top of the bar where there are racks where your glasses go. So the bar part folds out, then you open up the top to expose all the glasses and the mirror behind it. So I was thinking this this monitor that they're using is it's less than a pound. I can't remember the exact weight, but it's well under a pound. Fully packaged with all the wiring and the mounting materials for it, I think it weighs one pound. So the monitor itself is way well under a pound. So I could easily hang it on one of these doors. And then I was thinking, okay, so because the bar is right next to the arcade. And then I was thinking, well, I can make this sort of an extension of that and put a Raspberry Pi somewhere in the bar, run the wiring up through the bar and run it off of a battery pack so that I'm not monopolizing precious <laughs> you know, plug space in the arcade area. So I'm stealing part of that and then combining it with the whole, you know, touching up and staining the bar videos that I've been watching. That'll be pretty cool. So I've got, I've seen pictures I saw in the video, but it's kind of shot up close to get a, get a sense. So how high, when you put the monitor behind one of those heavy doors, and so you then open the door up to play, how high will the monitor be at that point in time? So I'm actually going to put it down a little bit. I could easily make it at my eyesight level, and not that I'm exceptionally tall, but just to make it more playable for everybody. I'm going to probably put it, you know, a few inches down from eye level, probably around the same level as the arcade monitors. Oh, there you go. And then with the, the as far as controllers go with the Pi, you can hook up some like wireless or a game controller set or something like that. So there's, there's a lot of different options. I mean, the Raspberry Pi just has USB ports on it. So basically anything that's USB or Bluetooth would work on it. So I started looking into different controllers. I didn't want to go with anything that was too cheap where it's going to get broken, especially around a bar area where you feel like these things are going to fall. I opted not to do Bluetooth, although I might go back on that later. The only reason being there are so many things down in this area that are already Bluetooth or wireless on Wi-Fi in some way. I did want to just add another thing where there might be some sort of issues with that later down the line. So I settled on, um, so I started doing some research into what are the best controllers for it. And there are options that range into the couple hundred dollar range for a single game controller. And then there's incredibly cheap controllers you can get like a two pack for, you know, $12 for. So I kind of met in the middle with it. I got two wired controllers that will work with most games and most game systems that you would emulate. And they ran about $26, $25 a piece, something like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, so it's it's a good middle ground. And then depending on like how much use it's getting, maybe I'll invest it in higher end controllers further down the line. But I didn't want to go with anything that was so, you know, I, I could see that, you know, the two pack $15 controllers, somebody drops one and it's shattered into a hundred pieces. So I didn't want to deal with that either. So I kind of went in the middle, but maybe later I'll go with something a little higher end with that. That sounds good. So I have, I have a comment and a suggestion. Okay. The comment, I mean, and this is why I enjoy working with Mike as much as I do. Most people that are going to tell you a story about, hey, I've got a, something to refinish for my grandparents, that's the end of the story. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> like, they had some furniture. I have it now. I'm going to fix it up. And that's a good story. That's a great story. But with Mike, we get, and, and, you know, the initial, the initial information I got was, I had it, it was stolen, I got it back, and I'm going to refinish it. So there's that little extra mic twist there. And then we get to bonus information today on why it was stolen. So even better uh, from there. So so that was just my comment on it. Uh, it's always a, a good a good story. It's always an adventure. Uh, my suggestion is, as you know, the Bog Panda logo is very geometrically oriented 
lends itself to a two-tone delivery. So as you're doing the refinishing, you might want to consider inlaying the Bog Panda logo <laughs> on the doors. Just a thought. I'll have to look into that. Maybe the other door, because there's two doors. One is a little bit larger, and it actually works because the input, the monitor is very thin. It's, it's, like I said, very lightweight. It's 13 and a half inches, so it's like, you know, small, medium-ish laptop size, but just the monitor part. But where the inputs are on the side of it, so if you were looking directly at it, it would be on the right side. That actually works out because the door that's on the left side where it would have to be hung to make that make sense is the larger the doors kind of fold over each other so it's the larger sturdier door that i'll be hanging this from so that does leave the other door open to maybe put a bog panda logo there bog panda can stain a couple different colors of stain it'd be beautiful (laughs) but yeah i'm in way over my head not with the computer part of it that's fine (laughs) what i'm really stealing though from that project that we saw and eventually i'm going to make that because i am going to make that for the tiny humans but i felt like this is killing two birds with one stone it's it's a little bit of a test drive for that just to see how the mapping that out works because i am using most of the materials that they suggested i'm using the monitor they suggested the battery pack they suggested so that it doesn't have to be plugged in and also the housing for the raspberry pi that they suggested there's an aluminum housing so that you don't need a fan you can run it for a longer period of time without needing to install a fan very cool so i did steal a lot of their materials from there the only where i diverged they used flat wiring which is more expensive that's not necessary here because there's there's more space here they were doing the flat wiring because it's housed in a case so that you weren't you know clipping any of the wires or anything like that that's not a necessity here so i was able to go with the more standard much cheaper wiring so this is like a cheaper build of what they were doing that i get to test out and make the bar look that much cooler (laughs) the the bigger issue is the staining and and filling in the the holes and all that kind of stuff that i've never done before so Mike and I have both committed as we work through these various projects. We'll be taking pictures that we'll include uh, here and there. Probably see, expect you'll probably see some of them on Instagram in progress. We're also going to capture some video content, try and put something together at the end to kind of have, have both the projects memorialized that way. Maybe we can have an interview with the guy that you got the bar back from. <laughs> you <could have> a, <laughs> so he wound up in a song. <laughs> I'm not going to mention the song, but there's a reference to him in a song. That, that I was a part of. And that what brought about the reference is I've only ever seen him once since then. And I was at a, I was in line outside of a liquor store at like 6.45 in the morning. And he started talking to me. Um, he didn't realize that it was stolen, he says, which is possible. Uh, he said the person just told him they couldn't pay him. They offered him this antique liquor cabinet as payment, which he took. He said he didn't realize, you know, what the the backstory of that was, which is why he gave it back, you know, because I asked nicely. So I did run into him and it was a cordial conversation. And afterwards, when I came back to the car, because I don't drive, uh, when I came back to the car, my driver was sitting there and they were like, who was that guy you were talking to? And I was like, oh, that's the guy who stole my bar. And I was like, yeah, he's really screwed up standing in line at a liquor store at 7 a.m. Yep. <laughs> How fortunate for you to... <laughs> It's, I was there for a reason. <laughs> well, everyone's there for a reason. I was there for a more noble reason. <laughs> really? We really? Out. Tell me a little more about <laughs> we the noble call on the road. Okay. So this was, this was for road alcohol. So that's why we were there so early. So that's, a, Otherwise, that's a noble. That's a noble call. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't have been there. He was just there that early because it was time to start drinking. So, so 
<laughs> so incorporating driving makes it more noble. Because <laughs> right. basically we're, we're headed out on the road. This, I both, was drinking both, for a cause. <laughs> both these stories in the same. <laughs> you know, it's my point. It's just in different locations. One person's in motion. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I came back to the car and I was like, yeah, that guy's got a real problem. Here, hold this bottle of whiskey. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> But you, it worked. You got your bar back. I have it back. So now it's time to fix it up. Add a monitor. And nobody knows. I mean, you guys know. <laughs> the, the younger humans are unaware that this is happening. So hopefully it all goes smoothly. And maybe a little later in the year, they'll be surprised with their own travel case gaming system. So you haven't forced the young humans to subscribe to Bog Panda? They should be subscribing to Bog Panda. They should Bog be. Panda. That's right, because where else will you get recommendations, music reviews, tons of Alice Cooper stuff, and now our newest segment, This Old Bunker. So there you go. <laughs> I do kind of like that name. Yeah, it'll be definitely that's uh, it'll be we can use it for the title, of course, for uh, this uh, this podcast. And then obviously when we put the video together, it it'll play a role as well. Well, excellent. Uh, we will keep everybody informed on our progress. Uh, I'm going to be back at it tomorrow, depending on the weather. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully no drug dealers steal Kelly's wall. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was going to do the wall, but this guy stole a bunch of my pavers to pay for his drugs. I had to go to this guy and say, can I have my pavers back? Because we were at a liquor store at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and so, yeah. We'll see how it goes. Sounds bad when you say it. <laughs> yeah, like you do. <laughs> you know, so. Excellent. Well, we uh, hope you appreciate the diversity of content Mike and I continue to to put out and uh, hope to hope you guys do like and subscribe and uh, we'll catch you again soon. So thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Bog Panda. Stop the broadcast.